one foot in life and one in death. There's never time to catch your breath. Normal and paranormal beware. The spectral silhouette will always be there. The Lightning Lounge and Skeleton Key Brewery present the Spectral Silhouette Radio Show, the exciting tales of a paranormal detective who always gets his man. But first, a word from our sponsor. Me, 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 me. Oh, hello there. Just warming up my smoky tenor for tonight's performance at Skeleton Key Brewery. You've never heard of Skeleton Key? Pervergonia for shame! It's the best place to gather with friends and family to enjoy the finer things in life. A cold beer, live music, food trucks, and more! Located in Woodridge, Illinois, SKB is home to the best vibes and folks this side of the orchestra pit. Whether you're looking for a quick brew or a nice evening out, Skeleton Key is the place to be. Feel like staying in? That's fine! They have plenty of beers to go! So don't wait in the wings. It's your time to shine. You're heading there now. Bellissimo! Skeleton Key Brewery. You deserve it. And now, the spectral silhouette. Detective Monty Eldridge was shot during an armed robbery. Legally dead for five minutes, he shakes the cold grip of the Grim Reaper with the help of the paramedics. When he regains consciousness, he finds that he can hear the voice of a deceased mobster named Sill. The two agree to work together to find Sill's murderers in exchange for assistance with Monty's cases. Aided by his old friend Penny Astor and otherworldly insights from his ghostly ally, Monty becomes the Spectral Silhouette. Tonight's ominous operetta is titled... The Strange Case of Box 5. Dave Body, maintenance man for the Avery Opera Company, is making his nightly rounds at the Stanton Theater. Most of the cast and crew have wrapped and gone home after grueling rehearsals for Verdi's Il Trovatore, the company's next show. A dark theater is the perfect place for an incident, murderous or otherworldly, to occur. Long black hallways, looming opera boxes, the seats a silent audience to an empty stage. In particular, Box 5, a sinister seating section that's located on the closed-off floor of the theater. It calls out, and Dave answers. All right, power's off. Just got to head back upstairs to the main floor and check the doors. Who's there? Thought everybody went home. Oh, Miss Deal. Mr. Goodhart, Christy, what are you guys still doing here? Whatever we want. We're the talent. She didn't mean that, Mr. Body. We were just running lines for the performance tomorrow. Well, you guys should head out. I'm about to lock up. Everybody needs rest, even big stars like you. Don't want to burn yourselves out before the big night. The biggest star, my good sir. One so bright that everyone gazes upon it with wonder and awe. Fame is a human construct designed to make others feel more insignificant. The world is a downward spiral. Art is meaningless, and yet it is everything. You know, Mr. Goodhart, I never know what you director types are talking about. That makes two of us. Well, I'll head upstairs to make my rounds. I'll lock up after you three leave. Enjoy your night. 
Break a leg tomorrow. You're not supposed to say that, you peon. It's like uttering Macbeth. <gasps> Ooh, look what you made me do. Wait, Lottie. Hunger is the way to measure your place in the great... Never mind them, Mr. Body. I'll make sure we get out of your hair. Thank you, Christy. Good night. All right. I'll start on the fifth floor and work my way down. Mr. Body makes his way up the stairs of the opera house to begin his nightly inspection. As he heads down the hallway of the fifth floor, something in the dark calls out to him. At least it keeps the wife's cooking from sticking to my bones. What was that noise? It sounds like it's coming from the floor above me, but it's closed off. Is... Someone there? I have to lock up for the night. Listen, buddy, it's after hours. I'm coming up there and I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Sounds like it's coming from box five. Listen, buddy, I don't want to be rude, but I need you to leave. I'm not going to ask you again. Come on out. All right, I'm coming in. Whoever's behind this curtain is going to get a talking to. What? What are you doing up here? Don't go near it. Wait, what are you doing? No, don't push me towards the curtain. Ah, please, no! Oh my God! At the offices of Eldridge and Astor, Sill and Penny are gathering around the radio to listen to their favorite program, Wages Rages. It's a show hosted by theater and opera critic Melvin Wages. Monty isn't a fan of the fine arts, so he's less than thrilled to be unwillingly tuned in with his friends. Hell, Penny is starting. He's gonna miss the opening. <sighs> Penny, your show is starting. Shh, Monty, Syl and I want to hear the intro. WSKB and Burrowing Goofo Cigarettes present Wages Rages, starring everyone's favorite theater critic and hothead, Melvin Wages. But first, a word from our sponsor. Physicians recommend Burrowing Goofo Cigarettes for healthier, stronger lungs. I don't know why you guys listen to this dribble. This critic is a bag of hot air. Sounds like someone else we know. Good one, Penny. Lunch and dinner. And now, Melvin Wages, it's terrible. Hello out there in Radio Land. It is I, Melvin Wages, the one critic bringing the mighty titans of the theater industry to the knees. I'm waging a war of words. My criticisms are my sword. My pride is my shield. I'm afraid to look at art in the eye and say, this is awful. Tomorrow is opening night for every opera company's performance of the Verde classic, El Trovatore. And boy, am I excited. Excited to be bored to death by wooden actors gallivating around on stage, missing notes and finding pitches that would set off a hound's howl. The director, Gustav Goodhart, couldn't direct ants to a picnic and star... Body deals, awful acting and wailing, I mean singing.
engage with the enthusiasm of a dead house cat and the charisma of a wall. Does every line need a condenser? Oof. That stung. <sighs> Christy Stevens is the closest thing the company has to an actress. But alas, she's too meek to be a star. Too quiet and reserved. If I was Leonard Avery, I'd pack it in. I will be attending the premiere tomorrow, and you will be hearing my full scathing review of what I'm sure will be the bomb of the year. This has been Melvin Wages. It's terrible. Ooh, that was quite the review. Still, remember when he tore apart their production of the magic flute? Of course. Old Melvin doesn't let anything slide. Ask Penny if she remembers his reviews of Carmen and the Barber of Seville. Syl wants to know if you remember his review of Carmen and the Barber... Yep, he was brutal. Shredded through those performances like wrapping paper. Oh, he sure did. Monty, tell Penny... All right, enough! It's bad enough I've got to listen to that program. Now I've got you two playing a game of telephone with me in the middle. Penny, why don't you get a spirit board, and then you and Syl can talk about Enrico Carbuso and the Rabbit of Seville all you want. It's Caruso and the Barber of Seville. Ah! I don't care. Rude. I I'll get it. Me scusi. Hello, offices of Eldritch, Aster, and Caruso. Very funny. Yes, hello. Is this Monty Eldridge? It sure is. Who's calling? My name is Leonard Avery. I'm the head of the Avery Opera Company and the owner of the Stanton Theater. I received your contact information from a Sergeant O'Connolly. Penny's not going to believe this. Yes, Mr. Avery, I've heard of you. What can I help you with? Avery? As in Leonard Avery? Let me listen. My longtime maintenance man, Dave Body, has gone missing. The cops investigated to no avail. They think he quit or skipped town, but I've known Dave for a long time. He's been with me since I bought the theater. Strange. Does he have any friends or family you can contact? Just his wife. Uh, she hasn't seen him either. I asked if he went on a bender, but she said he hasn't touched a drop of liquor since his grandson was born. Mysterious circumstances indeed. We will be there within the hour. Thank you, Mr. Eldridge. Arrivederci. What a coincidence! Yeah, pretty eerie. Right after you two were insulting the man's livelihood, he calls... Let's go. I've been to that theater many times. Never thought I'd be called there for a job. Oh
The trio make their way uptown to the Stanson Theater. As they head through the front door, they're greeted by Leonard Avery, theater owner and company head. Big place. You know, I've never actually been here. Really? All you two talk about is the opera. Sil says he's never been to this theater. Well, you're in for a treat, my ethereal friend. We might get to go backstage if we're lucky. Remember why we're here? Ah, you're right, Monty. Sorry. Oh, and tell that diva she has to learn the words. We can't have her mumbling through Verdi. I did, boss. She gave me a whole spiel about Italian being hard or something. She's an opera singer. That'd be like if I took a job as an accountant but didn't use numbers. Uh, uh, sorry, Monty, right? Yes, that's me. This is my partner, Penny Astor. Hi, huge fan. Oh, well, thank you. I'm Leonard Avery. This is my production assistant, Cass. You'll have to forgive our demeanors. It's crunch time for the show. We're under a lot of stress, and having that goblin Melvin Wages in attendance is adding fuel to the fire. Oh, yeah. We heard on his program that he was... Yes? Uh, never mind. Nice save. Anyways, onto the incident. You said your maintenance man went missing without a trace. Yes, I've known Dave a long time. Seen him at his highs and lows, but he always came to work. It's out of character for the man to just up and leave. Did anybody see him that night? Some of the cast and crew. Lottie Deal, Mr. Goodhart, Chrissy Stevens. <clears throat> Excuse me. What was that, Penny? Sorry, I'm just excited to meet, uh, <clears throat> I mean, interrogate the cast. You and me both, sister. If you'll follow me, I can lead you backstage. They're just warming up now. Unfortunately, I will be unable to join you. I've got a lot of prep work to do for tonight's performance. If you need anything, my office is down the hall. Last door on the left. Thank you, Mr. Avery. We'll manage. All right, so you guys probably already know the deal. What are you talking about? Two of the three people you'll be questioning are the most big-headed, lame-brained, ego-driven monsters you will ever see on stage. Jeez. Tell us how you really feel. Uh, Miss Deal and Mr. Goodhart, I presume? Yep, they make my life and the lives of all the crew very hard. Miss Deal is our resident prima donna, and she wears that title like a badge of honor. Goodhart is the director, who's usually on another planet, so to speak. If you like philosophical nonsense, then you'll love the guy. Noted. Never meet your heroes, I guess. Yeah, no surprises there. What about Miss Stevens? She's a real sweetheart, almost to a fault. I feel like she could be running this place if she had a bit more of a presence. I've heard that about her. Wonderful singer and actress, but not leading lady material. Better than that ham, Lottie Deal. Unfortunately so. Now, follow me. I'll show you to the backstage area. Alright, so the doe-eyed one is Christy, the one in the turtleneck is Goodheart, and the one over... Who's talking so loud? Can't you see the star is trying to warm up? That's Lottie Deal, I assume? You'd be correct. I need a skedaddle before she notices me. Cass? Cass! Where is that girl? Okay. Thanks, Cass. Smart girl. Who are you two? If you've come looking for an autograph, just know I never sign for free. No, no, Miss Steele. We are detectives. Detectives? Whatever for? Uh, Hello, Miss Stevens. I'm Monty. Did you say you are police? You know the world is a prison. We're all chained to the hourglass, everyone waiting their turn to- Police! And here I was thinking you were fans. Don't waste my time. Please, if we could just- The wheel of life spins 
and we all hold on for dear life. Each moment... Miss Deal, Mr. Goodhart, I have a few questions. Oh, for the love of... Hey! We are here to question you three regarding the disappearance of Dave Body, the maintenance man. I'm Penny Astor. This is my partner, Monty Eldridge. Now listen up. Thank you, Penny. We were told you were the last three to talk to him. Oh, no. Mr. Body. I hope he's okay. Good riddance. He was getting slow in his old age. Body, don't say that. It's true. He didn't deserve to be this close to greatness. Get over yourself, lady. In a way, he was an actor in his own play. The sad clown in his own opera, brought down by his... Okay, we need to know what happened. Did you guys talk to him? Did he seem off? Say anything out of the ordinary? No, he seemed like the kind soul we all know and love. By that, she means miserable surf. He came up to us as we were leaving... Let us know he was going to be locking up soon and we should head home and rest for the big show. We lingered for a few more minutes and then headed out. Hmm. So he was here by himself then? Yes, I believe so. Maybe his own madness consumed him. Human existence is draining on the side. What Christy said is true. We just talked to him, he insulted me, and we left. No, he insulted Just you. by speaking to me! This woman thinks she's Catherine Hepburn. I wish we could be more help, but that was the last time we spoke to him. Very well. If you guys think of anything, here's my card. I'm sure we won't, but... Oh my god, it's him. That awful critic, Melvin Wages. It's my favorite opera company. Here I am again, ready to be bought to tears. You... you... Lottie, it isn't worth it. Oh man, finally things are getting good. Thought I'd arrive a little early. Come support the cast before tonight's disaster. I mean, production. How dare you? Your criticisms are like a bee's sting. Temporary and meaningless. People in glass houses shouldn't throw... Looking forward to seeing how you muck this one up, Goody. You're so mean! I'm just gonna step out real quick. I should check on them. That might be the greatest thing I've ever seen. Alive or dead. Who might you two be? Extras? Did they expand this dreadful cast? Um, no. I'm Monty Eldritch. This is Penny Astor. We are private detectives. Detectives? Here? But why? Is this some kind of publicity stunt? No, Mr. Wages. Big fan, by the way. My friend and I, we listen to your program all the time. It is not a publicity stunt. A maintenance man has gone missing, so we were called in. You have good taste. My sympathies. It's bad enough the audience suffers, let alone this poor crew. Ah, he's even better in person. We must be going, Mr. Wages. Enjoy your show. Call me Melvin. And enjoying is not the word I would use. Enduring is more like it. Guy never holds back. Nice to meet you, Melvin. We look forward to tomorrow night's program. We should head back to the office. Good call. Save yourselves. Get out before the curtain goes up. Toodles! Melvin Wages sits through Il Trovatore, throwing out jibes and insults throughout its three-hour runtime. 
he puts his hand in his pocket and finds a strange note saying, Meet me at box five, floor six. Foolishly, he obliges and heads up the stairs to the closed off floor of the theater. If I had to guess, I'd bet it's one of the cast. They're probably going to beg me not to drag the show through the dirt on my program. But it's my duty and pleasure as a critic. Floor six. This better be worth my time. Box four and box five. All right. I'm here. You can beg me not to destroy your show now. Oh, it's you. I'll have you know I always tell the truth. So tomorrow's review will go up without a hitch. And there's not a thing you can do. Did you hear that? Who else is up here? What's behind this curtain? Oh, good God. What is this? No! Don't push me! What are you doing? The Spectral Silhouette will be right back after a brief message from our sponsor. Figaro, Figaro! Ciao! Welcome back. Did you go to Skeleton Key Brewery during the intermission? That's great! I hope you enjoyed all the different varieties of beers. You did? I'm happy to hear that. Make sure to come back for all of their events like food trucks, live music, and holiday parties. I'd hate for you to feel left out. They're open Wednesday through Monday, pouring delicious brews and giving you a friendly place to vibe and imbibe. So come back soon. Skeleton Key Brewery. No bones. No bones. No bones about it. Get to Skeleton Key Brewery. No bones about it. Get to Skeleton Key. You deserve it. And now we return to the spectral silhouette. Critic Melvin Wages just met his demise at the hands of the otherworldly presence in Box 5. But he wasn't alone. Someone pushed him through the curtain and into oblivion. But who? Monty and his companions have been called back to the opera house by Avery. Oh no, not Melvin. Did he stay for the whole show? By all accounts, he did. Then he got up from his seat and that was the last time anybody saw him. So maybe he never left. I don't sense either of them in the building, Monty. But that could mean one of two things. Are you suggesting foul play? I wouldn't rule it out. Either that, or he and Dave Body disguise themselves as extras. I'd like to have a look around. Of course. You have free reign. If you need anything, let me know. Cass? Yes, Mr. Avery? Show Mr. Eldritch and Miss Astor around the theater. Give them full access. Yes, sir. I must take leave of you now. I've got a huge PR mess on my hands. Goodbye. Cass, can you walk us through what happened after we left yesterday? Yes. Well, to the best of my knowledge, Mr. Wages sat in his usual spot in the critic section. For most of the show, he was making rude comments and wincing in pain. He only got up once, but that was during intermission. I checked at the end of the show, but he was gone. Didn't think anything of it until the radio station called us this morning asking if we'd seen him. 
The cops came by but didn't find anything. And that's all she wrote. Hmm. So two disappearances in two days. More than a coincidence. Can you show us the critics section? Of course. Follow me. Sorry. It's gonna be a bit of a hike. It's on the fifth floor. I've done miles in these heels. Doesn't bother me. This is the critics box. Police searched it. Didn't find anything. Does look relatively normal. What's this blocked off section above us? That's the sixth floor. It's been under construction for quite some time. Nobody goes up there. Do you mind if we check it out? No, not at all. Just be careful. Lots of hazards on that floor. Never a good idea. Hasn't Penny ever seen a movie? Normal looking hallway. Nothing but dusty curtains, cobwebs, velvet ropes. Monty, look at the top step. Huh? Oh, some kind of engraving. I can't make out what it says. Cass, do you have a pencil and paper? Of course. Here, Monty, trace it onto the paper. Good idea. Hmm. I've seen this kind of writing before. It's old, ancient. What's it doing on the top step of an opera house? Uh, Monty, I've been sensing a presence. I don't know how to describe it. It feels malicious, like Murnau, but larger and darker. Do you know what the presence is? No, sorry. I can feel it. It, It's like a numbing pain, a a droning in my head. But that's all. Cass, I want you to round up Goodhart, Deal, and Stevens for another round of questioning. Something is going on here, and it's evil in origin. Very well. Follow me. That awful critic is gone? Great news! I hope he fell into the ocean headfirst! Have a heart, lady. He was a horrible man. He got what was coming to him. I mean, there is no limit to the venom Did any of you talk to him after we left? Did he say anything about being called away or meeting someone? <laughs> like I would talk to a man who doesn't appreciate true art. I didn't see him after the show. Just heard his booze echo over my aria. Christy, did you speak with him or see him after the show? No, sorry, Miss Astor. I didn't like the man, but I hope he's okay. His words were like a knife to my heart. His gaze, steely and unfeeling. His spirit... Good heart! You stormed off with Lottie after your altercation. Did he chat with you afterwards? Make amends, perhaps? Have you ever seen water flow upstream? Or the wind blow in all directions? What does that mean? It means no. That man did not apologize, for it would be like death for a man to- So you and Lottie were pretty upset after he insulted the both of you. Are you insinuating that we had something to do with this? If I was responsible for that man's demise, I'd scream it from the mountaintops. Lottie, what a horrible thing to say. I'm placing this theater on lockdown until we get to the bottom of this. One of you knows more than you are letting on. Not to point out the obvious, but Lottie and Goodhart sound mighty guilty to me. You can't make us stay. What about the after party? The adoring public needs me. Sheesh. You'd think she invented acting. Can you imagine it? Taking another man's life. The ultimate thrill to be the harbinger of death. Is that a confession? Goodness, no! 
I would never, well, maybe. Look, you guys don't have any evidence. You can't hold us here. We should be celebrating. We had our premiere and wages is missing. That's two wins. It's like they want us to catch them. I'm giving you one more chance to give us any information you have. If not, there will be consequences. Mr. Eldritch, forgive Lolly's bluntness, but she's not wrong. We didn't have anything to do with this, and you can't hold us here, not without evidence. <sighs> I hate to admit it, but she's right. We can't hold them, Monty. <laughs> I'm going to make a phone call. We need some outside assistance. If anyone could decipher those symbols we found, it's Blackguard. Cass, we need to use a phone. Use the one on my desk. Second door on the left. Thank you. Can't we solve this ourselves? Do we have to involve him? Hello, operator. Give me the office of Alfred Blackguard. Hello. Blackguard psychic readings and aluminum siding. See the future and protect your home from the elements. Blackguard, it's Monty Eldritch. Monty! What can I do you for? Uh, is this about the money I owe you from poker night? I have a great aunt who recently passed. I just need to get into the cemetery after hours and... Uh, no, 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 no. I need your help with a case. I'm investigating two disappearances at the Stanton Theater. I found some symbols, old ciphers. I believe you may be able to translate them. Hmm. Black magic, eh? That is serious stuff. Let me finish removing a hex from a voodoo doll and I'll head over. No need. I'll come to your office. Voodoo doll? Ex-wife. You know women. Always cursing some object, trying to end your life one pin at a time. Etc. Etc. Uh, if you say so. <laughs> Thank you, Blackguard. I appreciate your help. I'm heading over to you now. Endless. Our souls were in time when you said.
Blackguard? It's Monty and Penny. You hear? In back. Head through the door. This may be the worst place we've ended up. Behave, Sil. He's helping us. We have those symbols for you. Let's see them. Hmm. Very interesting. What do you see? Nothing. I can't see without my reading glasses. Penny, be a dear and hand them to me. Here you go. This guy is your expert? Thank you. That's better. Hmm. Got anything? Monty, do you believe in a higher power? I guess I never really thought about it. You'd be surprised what some people believe in. Why, I once met a group of folks in Antarctica that thought a Yeti was a reincarnation of their god. And there was a cult that worshipped a beefsteak tomato. Blackguard, get on with it. Please. I'm a dead guy with things to do. But I digress. Some of these symbols are so old I can't decipher them. But I can piece together a few words. These are the first half of a summoning spell. The kind of spell that turns any doorway into a portal. The only other part I could translate was Box 5. Box 5? Oh! Oh! Box 5! It must mean the private seating section on the closed-off floor of the theater. What are they summoning? It's old. And evil, I assume. Like my ex-wife. Look, Monty, this stuff is beyond you and I. Heck, it's beyond human comprehension. Be careful, and whatever you do, don't go into Box 5. Thank you, Blackguard. Consider your poker debt paid. Oh, man. I was looking forward to some late-night grave digging. One more thing. This symbol here means hunger. Monty, we need to get back to the theater and make sure nobody goes near Box 5. You're right, Penny. I believe that box, portal, whatever it is, claimed two lives and will continue to claim more if we don't stop it. Monty, wait. Take this. Eggs, milk, bread. What is this? Oops. Grocery list. Flip it over. What are these words? It's an old language. Those words should undo the summoning spell. Read it in front of the portal, and that should seal it off. Thank you, Blackguard. You've been a huge help. Sure. Now, where did I put that voodoo doll? The detectives return to the theater, spell in hand. They find the place deserted, but the front door unlocked. They head up the stairs to the sixth floor, ready to meet the malevolent presence face to face. I'm glad I don't have to walk anymore. I'd say that's a fair trade for being dead. Here we are, the sixth floor. Now, no matter what happens, we keep our cool. You've got it, Monty. You guys hear that? Yes, it's, it's, it's hard to describe. It's nonsense, but I can almost understand it. I'm getting those sinister creeps again. That droning is louder than ever. That's box five. Look, around the outside of the curtain. It looks just like the writing we found on the stairs. Blackguard was right. What are you doing up here? Of course it was her. We should be asking you the same. Did you murder Dave Body and Melvin Wages? We covered this. I would never belittle myself like that. I'm only up here because I received a note saying meet me at box five on the sixth floor. I assumed it was wages with an apology. Wait, if that's the case, then... Mr. Eldritch? Miss Astor? Christy, what are you doing up here? Why do you have a gun? Oh, whatever do you mean? Little old Christy Stevens wouldn't hurt anybody. 
She wouldn't feed Lottie Deal to her lord and master. Lord and master, what are you talking about? It called me. The night Mr. Body disappeared. It called him as well. I pushed him through the curtain and he didn't come out again. Then it spoke to me. The infinite hunger. It told me to keep feeding it. Monty, something is calling me. It's overpowering. The infinite hunger? What does that mean? It must be what Blackguard was talking about. Old gods, cosmic beings. It's a portal to another world. Not a portal, Mr. Eldritch. A mouth. And it spoke of my true destiny. To feed it the undesirables of this theater. The handyman. Critic. Now the diva. Christy, this is nonsense. Why, there's no reason to... Silence! Make your way to the curtain, Lottie. Your future awaits. Christy, don't. This being is poisoning your mind. Don't listen to what it's telling you. I know what I'm doing. I'm sick of being the meek Christy Stevens. Oh, she's so kind and quiet. No more. I'm removing these pests from the theater and the earth. Now get moving, Lottie. You're, you're certifiable. Oh, no, don't push me. Don't do it. What's that sound? Oh, no. Now to the curtain. Ah! Oh! I don't sense her anymore. It's like she evaporated into thin air. Why? You didn't have to do that. You aren't a murderer. I'm not. I disagree. I'm playing the greatest role of my lifetime, the executioner, and you're next! Christy, what is the meaning of this? Avery, look out! Uh, uh. Now, Monty, take the gun from her. No, no, I must feed the hunger. Penny, grab the gun. It's by your feet. It's over, Christy. You and your master are through. No, he must feed. He must feed. Stop her before she gets to the curtain. Ah! Oh, no. She slipped past me. She went through. Quick, Monty, read the spell. Seal the portal off. Keep reading, Monty, and keep your distance. Hurry up, Monty. Something is coming through. It is finished! Did it work? I think so, Penny. I hope so, for the sake of humanity. I didn't think it was possible to feel fear again. Ugh. Oh, Mr. Avery, are you okay? I, I think so. Shot in the final act. How dramatic. Monty, I'm going to stay here and apply pressure to the wound. Run downstairs and call an ambulance. On it! The paramedics arrive and wheel Avery away. Monty, Penny, and Syl stand outside of Box 5 and discuss the night's events. The infinite hunger. Who knows what would have happened if it kept feeding and came through? I've heard rumors on the other side about things that live in between life and death. Beings that aren't tied to heaven or hell. Pure, unadulterated evil. Yes, we only stopped it from entering our world. It's still out there. 
Somewhere. What do we do if it finds another way through? I don't know, Penny. Truly, I don't know. You gotta celebrate the small victories. You taught me that. Is there an unfathomably large cosmic monster trying to come through into our world? Yes. Does it know your name and that you stopped it? Yes. Is it going to want revenge? Yes. But for today, it'll have to stay angry wherever the old gods reside. That's true, Syl. We'll just have to stop it again, Monty. You got this. You're the spectral silhouette. You're right, Penny. We always find a way. That's the spirit. Now, let's blow this joint. That's enough opera for one week. A hooded figure slips out of the front door of the theater under cover of darkness. He runs to a payphone and makes a call. Sir, the portal is sealed. We were so close. That is unfortunate. It will take us a while to find a new location for the mouth and start the process over. I'm sorry, sir. The summoning was almost complete. In fact, the quiet actress was doing the work for us. No bother. We will start again. We sealed the mouth. A detective named Monty Eldritch and his partner, a Penny Aster. Find out everything you can about those two. Let us begin the summoning in a new location. And this time, no slip-ups. The infinite hunger will come through to our world and bring paradise. Very well. Consider it done. The Spectral Silhouette is broadcast to your radios from the Lightning Lounge with help from our sponsor, Skeleton Key Brewery. Delicious beers and so many varieties. You deserve it. Monty Eldridge was portrayed by Kyle Brock. Penny Astor was portrayed by Colleen Wilde. And Syl was hauntingly performed by Walter Piper. Script, direction, and music by Jukebox JBC. Songs performed by the Black and Blue Hearts. If you'd like to support projects like this, like and follow all the folks mentioned previously and share this show with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to tonight's exciting installment of The Spectral Silhouette. And as always... Normal and paranormal beware. The Spectral Silhouette will always be there.